Annyeong! Que paso? Hello! Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Serlo, and I am delighted yet again to have you here with me. Uh, we got a short show this week. We were planning on trying to do our Masters preview this week and try to get it out a week before everybody else, but alas, I was not able to wrangle in my co-host of old, just too busy uh, saving people from going to jail and things like that. So we are going to try to get our full uh, Masters preview in at some point uh, over the weekend uh, so we can try to have that to you first thing next week and potentially even on Sunday. So more updates on that to come. Not not to say that we're not going to be covering anything related to the big tournament at Augusta National in this episode, but uh, it is going to be just me. Uh, in a you know somewhat abbreviated episode of the Golf Guide podcast, so I uh, won't waste too much of your time, but uh, we do have a couple of things to address. But before we do that, let's get a quick word from our sponsor, and that would be Health IQ, a life insurance agency. So if you've listened to our podcast the past couple months, you know the deal, but if not, here's a quick little breakdown. If you want to get a break on your car insurance and you're a good driver, the car insurance uh, company might say, you know what, you don't get in a lot of accidents, you don't hit pedestrians in your vehicle, you know, let's save you a little bit of money, you're not as much of a liability. Well, Health IQ is bringing that same approach to life insurance. If you're a healthy individual, you exercise, you eat well, well, Health IQ wants to help you save money on your life insurance. So, if you are a healthy man or woman, if you're a child, you don't really need life insurance. But anyway, if you're a healthy man or woman, visit healthiq.com slash golf guide to see if you qualify for lower rates on your life insurance. One more time, that's healthiq.com forward slash golf guide or mention golf guide to a Health IQ representative if you are reaching them via the telefono. All right, healthiq.com forward slash golf guide. If you guys are curious and you do that, you're not only helping yourselves out, but every time somebody goes and checks you are uh, helping the podcast out as well. Very, very helpful. If you're in the market for life insurance, I implore you uh, to go check out healthiq.com forward slash golf guide to see if they can help you save on your life insurance. Okay, so let's get back to it. In the world of professional golf, this past weekend we had the Dell match play Um Honestly, every time I end up watching a match play tournament, I just don't understand why there can't be at least one or two more of them uh, on the PGA Tour's calendar. You know, the, don't get me wrong. 72-hole stroke play is probably the best way to determine who the most exceptional golfer was over a four-day period of time. Uh, but there's no denying the fact that, you know, stylistically, match play is a ton of fun. And watching guys go mano y mano, I mean... Whenever we're watching a 72-hole stroke play tournament, if we have two guys coming down to the wire, going back and forth uh, for the last couple of holes, I mean, that that is what Sundays are all about. And a match play event all but guarantees something like that happening. Um, granted, it'd be cool if it was one-on-one -on -one stroke play. That might be a, a different way to have a little wrinkle uh, in, in that sort of thing as well. So I, I don't know. The, the match play was great. Bubba Watson... Uh, wins the final match over Kevin Kisner. Kevin Kisner and Alex Noren in the semifinal match were just going shot for shot. Those dudes were draining just dumpers left and right. Uh, very, very impressive. And now Bubba Watson, oddly enough, uh, after a pretty 
you know, I, I think most people would agree, a pretty shitty 2017. Uh, Bubba has got two wins in, you know, just a few months here in early 2018, uh, which matches the number of green jackets that he is wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's his stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the guy's won the Masters twice. He's got two wins going in this year. You know, if you had said two months ago, Bubba Watson has got to be strongly considered to be a front runner at Augusta National, uh, most people, you know, even knowledgeable golf fans might have, you know, listened to that and had a lot of skepticism. But I, I don't think you, I don't think anybody can question the fact that Bubba Watson has a very, very serious chance uh, to compete at Augusta here in a couple of weeks. And honestly, I like his chances. I, I haven't taken a look at the odds. We're going to actually get into more of the uh, the betting side of things on our actual uh, Masters preview. So I, I'm not going to uh, divulge any of the odds here because I just haven't looked at them. But um, yeah, I, I can't imagine Bubba, at least from the odds makers in Vegas, is going to be you know one of the, the four or five favorites. Uh, if he is, that would make sense, and he probably should be so. If he's not, he's probably a pretty good guy for you to keep your eye on in terms of uh, laying, laying a wager down. And uh, hoping that it hits. So good for you, Bubba Watson. Justin Thomas had a chance to go uh, and become the number one player in the world uh, had he been able to advance to the championship match. But alas, uh, he was defeated by Sir Bubba in the semifinal match. So Justin Thomas will remain the number two player in the world and still is in an excellent position uh, to really, really hit it hard uh, at Augusta here in a week and a half. So with the uh, match play in the rearview mirror, uh, this weekend, the professional golfers will head to Houston for what is very, very likely the last playing of the Houston Open. Um, the reason that it's probably going to be the last one is simply because uh, Shell, the sponsor for the last 28-odd years, uh, has is no longer the title sponsor of the tournament. And in the world of professional golf, if you don't have a title sponsor, without that income coming to the tournament... It's very, very challenging to actually conduct and hold a golf tournament without a title sponsor. So uh, it is very, very likely that this uh, tradition of players going to Houston for their last tune-up before the Masters is going to basically, uh, yeah, it's going to be all but done after this year. Um, I Personally, I never really watch too much of the Shell Houston Open. I think the golf course is kind of boring, and I'm usually just so gacked. To, to, for the Masters that I just can't think of anything else. I don't even want to watch professional golfers play anywhere that's not Augusta. Um, but I know a lot of players do enjoy it because they've, you know, they, they've struggled to get a good field there in years past just with everybody wanting to prepare for the Masters. And so, you know, the Golf Club of Houston, designed by Reese Jones, has done a very good job of trying to mimic the course conditions that players will find at Augusta as a way to kind of convince them to come and use it as a tune-up. So, you're, I mean, you're, you're seeing uh, just slick, slick as hell greens, probably running 13 or 14 on the stint meter. Uh, you're seeing rye, overseeded fairways, just the way they have it at Augusta as well. So uh, it should be an interesting golf tournament. Like I said, probably the last one in Houston. I know Jordan Spieth uh, is going to be playing this weekend. And Jordan Spieth is, a, is an interesting topic because there's hardly anybody that I like betting on more than Jordan Spieth. Heading into Augusta, he just has a great feel. He knows how to play that golf course. He's won there before. He most certainly has lost there before, but more importantly, he has won there before, but Jordan Spieth has been heroically average in 2018. I believe his best finish on the year is a tied for 11th, uh, which is simply just not great. Um, so I, I don't know what to expect out of Jordan Spieth. 
uh, coming up. And, you know, at least for the Shell Houston Open this year, you know, it, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say the Shell. It's just simply the Houston Open. But, uh, you know, th- there's going to be a couple um, a couple of guys. Ricky Fowler's going to be playing this weekend. Justin Rose is going to be playing this weekend. Um I mean, shoot, if Justin Rose wins in Houston, he's going to move up to the number three player in the world. And especially after coming oh so close last year with Sergio Garcia, you know, Justin Rose should, if he's not already, be an absolute favorite heading into Augusta. He's another guy that I would love uh, to put, you know, a good little uh, good little chunk of change on. Always love Justin Rose's game. And uh, he is looking really, really good yet again heading into the first major of the year. So it'll be good to keep an eye on him down in Houston for this weekend. All right. All right. So before we get into the latter portion of the program where I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience uh, with Callaway's new rogue driver, um, I did want to touch a little something on Augusta. And again, we're going to go into this at such a great length uh, when we sit down for our actual master's preview that I don't want to, uh, I don't want to blow my load a little, a little too soon, but, uh, you know, the question that has been on everybody's mind is, you know, what are Tiger's actual chances at Augusta National for the 2018 Masters? Um, to very, very few people's surprise that, uh, that that work in this industry, it, Tiger is the betting favorite in Las Vegas, which is just really, really wild when you think about where we were just, uh, I mean, shit, just, what, seven months ago. Um, you know, if you think back to the President's Cup, uh, last year, that was what was that in? Oh, geez, and it was in New York sometime, or you know, at some point last year. I know Clinton, Obama, Bush, and all those guys were there watching it. And uh, I mean, Tiger, you know, th- and this is the same sentiment that I read in a, an article from a multiple winner on the PJ Tour. I mean, this guy has basically come back from the dead. If you think back to that Presidents Cup, at that point, Tiger could barely walk. Uh, most people were saying that his career was over. He had just been arrested. Uh, for being under the influence of prescription drugs when he had fallen asleep in his car on the side of the road. Um, and yet, here we are. Tiger is the betting favorite going into Augusta National at the very next major after that President's Cup. Um, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, this, this guy is absolutely incredible. So I actually just wanted to go through and read a couple of uh, quotes that I read. So if you go to golfdigest.com, in their golf world section, they have a Tiger Confidential Masters preview article where it says what the pros really say about Tiger's chances at the Masters. Um, and what it is is speaking in the condition of anonymity, uh, you know, different guys, whether it be broadcasters or players on tour, um, were asked the question, you know, why Tiger can win a fifth Masters or why can't he? And some of the answers are very, very interesting. And uh, the first one, a major champion replied, he still has a bit of an aura. If he gets into contention, the roars will be different. Everyone will know who it is, and that will resonate with the others. And I, I thought it was so true because when we go back to that Valspar um, just a couple weeks back where Tiger finished second, even the guys, you know, the young guns on tour, the JTs and whatnot, who had always claimed like, oh, you know, we grew up with that. You know, we, we know what that's all about. Even those guys were just like, what the shit? Like, I didn't even know a golf course could be that loud. So if Tiger manages to be in contention, it, it is going to be something that I don't think anybody is prepared for outside of Ernie Els. Uh, Ernie Els is the only guy to win a major before, during, and after Tiger's, you know, heyday. Um, so he's pretty much just a one of a, he's the only one that probably really comprehends along with Phil Mickelson. 
uh, kind of what's going on there. So that is absolutely fascinating. Um, and again, it's, it's and, and one thing I have to keep reminding myself is just because Tiger is in peak form uh, going into this golf tournament, it, it is does not mean that he is uh, going to compete and is going to be right there in the mix of things on Sunday. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the last podcast I did last week, when I just started binging uh, all those you know Sunday Masters broadcasts, which, by the way, I have continued to do since then, and they're really, really phenomenal, but I was going back and I was watching, oh, geez, I think it was Tiger's 2005 win over Chris DeMarco, which was just exceptional. And then I went back and I watched Phil's uh, 2004 win for the year before. And first of all, I had forgotten that Chris DeMarco was in the final round for both of those years. Chris DeMarco had a really, really nice little two-year run uh, there at Augusta. Uh, and I also forgot that Chris DeMarco, was he the first guy to be using the claw putting grip on tour? When I was watching that, I had like a little flash. I was like, holy crap. Like, I kind of remember watching Chris DeMarco use the claw grip and thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? It just doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, here we are a decade later. And, you know, the jabroni on the microphone right now is using the claw grip, and I absolutely love it. It, it is a fantastic way to putt. So, anyway, very, very cool to kind of just remember how, you know, how in it Chris DeMarco was for that little two-year period. But uh, my point being, as it relates to Tiger, is, you know, Tiger Woods wins, what, 97, 2001, 2002, and then uh, 2003 doesn't get there, 2004. He's, like, out of it. Tiger Woods is... You know, nine holes ahead of the leaders on Sunday in 2004, right in the right in the middle of his heyday. Now, granted, I believe he was going through a little bit of a swing change at that time. Uh, I believe that was post Butch, and then he was in his Hank Haney days. But I mean, still, Tiger Woods at his apex Sunday at the Masters was nowhere to be seen at the top of the leaderboard. So, I think it's good for all of us to remember that while we all want Tiger, and it's completely possible that Tiger Woods is going to be in contention on Sunday. This year at Augusta National, it, it's certainly not a foregone conclusion. I, I think we all need to be preparing ourselves for the reality that Tiger is not going to win this weekend, while also, you know, allowing ourselves to to hope and, and wish a little bit that he is going to be in contention. There's such a wide range of possible outcomes for Tiger Woods at the 2018 Masters. Uh, we just shouldn't be surprised if he wins, and we also shouldn't be surprised if he misses the cut. I mean, it, it really. Anything can happen at, at Augusta National, including, you know, Tiger Woods' final standing. Um, God, the music is just so wonderful. All right. Well, let, let's get back into the last portion of the program. Like I said, it's not going to be a very long show today. And uh, before we go, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my experience with Callaway's new Rogue Driver. All right. So let, let's start with a couple of... The basics, all right? The Callaway's new Rogue Driver is the newest. It's their 2018 line of drivers. I think they debuted them at the 2018 PGA Show in Orlando um, back in January. If you want to get one for yourself, I believe the MSRP on these bad boys starts at $500. Uh, but they do customize ones where you can uh, customize the color schemes and everything like that. And I think Callaway is only going to charge you an extra 100 bucks to do that. So $600 for the customized ones. And $500 for your little stock bad boys. Um, they come stock with a couple of different shafts. The ones that I was testing out had a Project X even flow. And it's actually just their standard uh, Rogue driver. I know they are have come out with several uh, different types of the Rogue driver. One is like a draw. Uh, one is just the standard like I have. And then there's another one. But I, I was just hitting the standard uh, driver. Nothing you know, set up out of normal. 
nine degree stiff shaft project x even flow and um so far it's pretty sweet man i I've, so just a little backstory i have been using a tailor-made r9 super tri driver for years and years and years the r9 super tri was the best driver in the golfing world back in 2009 which is just kind of crazy um but honestly, I've been so happy with the driver for so long. I've never really had a, a reason um, to switch something. So because I've had that driver for so long, every new driver that I test out, obviously because I've had the, the Super Tri for so long, I just compare it to that one. And uh, a couple of initial takeaways about this new Rogue driver. Holy shit, is this thing light. It, it feels sometimes like you are swinging air. It, it is... It is shocking me how these engineers in the golfing world have managed to keep making these clubs a little lighter and a little lighter without really compromising any of the distance because you would think you have to have so much weight um, down at the end of the club head to generate enough speed and enough power. But, man, it, it just it, it blows me away how lightweight this thing is. But it, it's not so light that it feels like you're going to break something. You don't have a little bit of girth down there, so um, which is really, really nice. The second thing that I noticed is it looks great at a dress. Um, I have had Callaway drivers in the past. Granted, I haven't had one for over 10 years now, but every dr Callaway driver that I'd ever had in the past, especially when I was competing as an amateur, as like a teenager and stuff like that, they just always looked awful. Like they really honestly looked terrible. I still remember back to when I got a, a big Bertha Hawkeye driver, a nine degree Hawkeye driver, just because they were, they had just come out. They were the newest thing. I ordered one on eBay. I uh, didn't even ask my parents permission for it. I was probably like 16, 15 at the time. Used their credit card, got grounded because I wasn't supposed to be doing that. I spent their money, and I would. Anyway, it's a long, complicated story. But as soon as it arrived, I was so pumped. I took it out of the, you know, took it out of the box. I took it down the street to the driving range that was close to my parents' house, and I stand up. You know, I'm getting ready to hit, it, and I just look, and I'm like, man, this thing sucks. <laughs> this thing just looks awful. I, I feel no confidence whatsoever standing over the golf ball with this driver, and uh, that is the exact opposite of how I felt with this Rogue driver. I, I, I will tell you one other thing is that. I, I've struggled a little bit with TaylorMade's newest drivers because I really don't like two different colors. I don't like two tones on the top of my driver. Granted, my brain is a little small, so I have a lot of trouble comprehending, you know, differentiation of colors. And, and, just, and anyway, my simple mind really wants to have a single color, a, a nice, clean, professional uh, top edge of my driver. And the Callaway Rogue has exactly that. And they use like this little carbon fiber stuff. It looks, you know, it looks like they've it honestly looks like Callaway went and stole the hood off one of those Fast and the Furious cars and then just put it right on the top crown of the uh, the new Callaway Rogue driver. And i got to be honest, it looks really, really good. Aesthetically, I, I have to say that it's probably the best-looking Callaway driver that I have ever seen. And, uh, and, that, and that's saying quite a bit because over the last few years, Callaway has been making some really, really good-looking drivers. Um, last year's Great Big Bertha Epic driver was the most successful, most sought-after uh highest selling driver uh, in America. Um, and really what the Rogue driver does is just trying to build on the technology uh, that they debuted in that Epic driver, which is kind of that jailbreak technology. So what the jailbreak is, if you're unfamiliar, they have two uh, metal rods that go from the base to the crown, right behind the face uh, of, of, of the club. And I guess that makes it a little bit more sturdy, um, which you know I guess then allows them to make the rest of the club a little more lightweight. So what the Rogue does is it takes that same technology, and Callaway just tried to make it a little bit more forgiving. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily longer um, than the Epic, but, you know, all in all, it's a great-looking club. Uh, okay, so my 
after playing a couple of practice rounds with it, after hitting it side by side with my R9, because again, like I said, I compare everything to the R9. Here are my biggest takeaways. Um, the, the number one benefit, I think, for this new Rogue Driver is simply the forgiveness. Um, it, it is pretty shocking how the hits that I have that are a little more on the toe or a little off-center uh, just seem to not be quite as bad as they are with the R9 or other drivers that I've tried in the past. The forgiveness uh, is the number one reason um, that I would you know recommend this driver to somebody else if they were in the market to get a new, uh, a new big dog. So... For me, the forgiveness is the end-all, be-all, the number one reason uh, that you would want to invest in this driver if that is, in fact, something you're looking to do. As far as distance goes, is it long? Yeah. Is, is it way longer than other drivers in the market? No. No, no, it's not. I mean, honestly, I, when I was smoking the R9 and then I was smoking the, the Rogue, fuck. I mean, if, if, there was, if there was 10 yards of difference, I'd be shocked. I mean, for the most part, it seemed like it was going about the same distance uh, as my old driver now. Also keep in mind, I was not custom fitted for the Rogue. I am just hitting the most stock of stock drivers. If I actually was to go get fitted and had a you know a, a shaft put into the Rogue that fit my swing a little bit more, I have no doubt I would pick up 10 yards. So take everything I'm saying with a little bit of a grain of salt. Uh, but just right out of the box, I mean, it, it is a good, good looking golf club. Um, that's very, very forgiving, and you're certainly not going to be losing distance over anything. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's just as long as about anything else, but uh, it, where it really shines is the forgiveness factor, and that uh, that is the one reason that I think, I hate to say it, but uh, I think I am going to be replacing my R9 with this Rogue driver. I mean, I, I just got it to test it out and kind of be able to write a review for it, but th this driver is just so... I mean, really, it just looks so damn good. I, I, again, performance-wise, it's pretty similar to what I had before. It's just a little bit more forgiveness, and I always need that. Um, but again, it just looks so sexy. That carbon fiber crown on the top, I mean, it really, it really does. As I'm recording this right now, I'm just standing in my office looking down at this rogue driver, and I'm just getting really really excited in my pelvic region in my mind I, i'm just i'm ready to just quit recording the, this podcast right now and get out and go play a little bit of golf and really at the end that's part of the reason why we all want to buy new golf clubs anyway we're all just looking for something else to really get excited about something that motivates us to get out and go play a lot of golf um and i know for a lot of my friends that are more into equipment than i am uh, I mean, that's part of the reason why they love it. They just love having a new toy to go play with and test it out and kind of figure out how to use it and, and master it. So uh, for that reason, this Callaway Rogue Driver, it's awesome. 500 bucks, you can go find it uh, pretty much at any golf store. You can go to CallawayGolf.com and find uh, find it there. You can probably, like I said, you got a lot of customizable tools and stuff you can do with it as well. So uh, overall, Callaway, if you are listening, well fucking done. Excellent driver. It looks beautiful. It's long. It's forgiving. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I've not hit the uh, the new TaylorMade Twist Face yet. I've heard good things about that one as well. But I can't speak to it because I haven't actually had a chance to test it out and hit it yet. But uh, so far, if you're in the market for a new driver, tough to go wrong with Callaway's new Rogue driver. And that pretty much does it for us today. Like, like I said, we had a pretty brief episode there for you. Um just keep in mind, uh, be on the lookout for the Masters Preview Podcast, which is going to be dropping here in the next five days or so. Probably not going to wait until next Wednesday to release that thing. Um, and so in the meantime, please don't forget to visit our sponsors, healthiq.com forward slash golf guide. See if you qualify 
for lower rates on your life insurance with Health IQ. One more time, visit healthiq.com forward slash golf guide to see if you qualify for lower life insurance rates today. And also, don't forget to visit golfguide.net. It's a great place to save 20 to 70% on your greens fees at golf courses all over Northern California. That's right, up to 70% at some places. How, how, how awesome is that? And when you do so, use the promo code GGPODCAST and you can save 10% on all purchases of play certificates of $50 or more. One more time, promo code GGPODCAST at golfguide.net. All right, everybody, we will see all of you back here next week. And when I say see you, I mean I'm not going to be seeing you at all. I'll be back here when you can listen to us as we go through our in-depth Masters Preview podcast. I cannot wait. It's going to be so awesome. Uh, But until then, bonjour and uh, take care, everybody. Mm